Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome to a special supporting episode of Service, Stories of Hunger and War, a production from iHeartRadio and me, your host, Jacqueline Raposo. I lived on K rations and C rations. The C rations, they were like extra large Cracker Jack boxes. We were on a child line waiting for food, probably half a mile long between all the soldiers and the sailors. The military has a language all its own. Over the course of this season, we'll progressively hear our World War II veterans describe K ration boxes, how they loved or hated or simply tolerated their military meals and what they outsource to fill in the gaps. Today, we're going to detail out a few terms you'll be hearing our veterans' voice early on this season. They had a code name, Mickey Mouse. If I said, Mickey, you had to say mouse. They made a C-46, and that was a bigger cargo plane than the C-47. Most people flew in the Stearman, that's a bi-wing plane. The needs of World War II encouraged major advancements in technology in both the United States and abroad and Allied forces worked together before the United States joined in December of 1941. By that time, the war had been raging in Britain, and Winston Churchill was never shy in praising technological advancement. But all the adverse factors I have described have somehow or other been cancelled out by superior development of our machinery and organization. The first digital computers were breaking enemy code. Civilians filled assembly line stateside, churning out nearly 50,000 M4 Sherman tanks in only four years. And the brand new development of radio navigation systems, radar, allowed pilots to maneuver to and from targets safely, which aided the Allies' triumph against the Germans in the Battle of Britain, a huge turning point in the war, which inspired Churchill's famous speech. The gratitude of every home in our island in our empire, and indeed throughout the world, except in the abodes of the guilty, goes out to the British airmen, who, undaunted by odds, unwearied in their constant challenge, 
and mortal danger are turning the tide of the world war by their prowess and by their devotion. Never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to so few. Fledgling U.S. Army Air Corps pilots were inspired by such wins. And our veterans aren't shy in name-dropping the companies that made such things possible. Before he was drafted, Harold Bud Long was one of 180,000 employees of Curtis Wright, the largest aircraft manufacturer in the United States at the time, and second only to General Motors when it came to employment. Curtis produced aircraft engines, electric propellers, and airplanes like the P-40 Fighter, a sleek, light, one-man monoplane with an enclosed cockpit that made it possible for pilots to fly in inclement weather. Here's George Hardy, a Tuskegee airman you'll hear from this season who flew fighter planes in Italy, explaining how manufacturers from different companies worked together on advancements that could make or break crucial missions. A P-51-type airplane we built for the British. When we got in the war, they came over here for us to build an airplane. They wanted P-40s, but Curtis couldn't build any more than they were building. And they asked North American to put in a P-40 production line. And North American said, uh, we can build a better airplane faster than that. So they built an airplane, A-36, something like that. P-40s had an Allison engine and built by the Allison company here. But the Allison engine lost efficiency above, say, 15,000 feet. It didn't have a good supercharger on it. The English took the airplane, and they put the Rolls-Royce engine in it. And that changed the whole characteristic of the airplane. It's the best airplane at any altitude. And so we built over 14,000 of them for ourselves after that. The Rolls-Royce engine, and the engine was built under license by the Packard Motor Company. So I had my Rolls at 19. Yeah, I remember flying at 40,000 feet, and the engine just going beautifully over the Coliseum in Rome. Because they were fast and could fly so high, Pilots like George were able to escort and defend bomber planes. You'll hear details about that in his episode. But even with such helpful technological advances, soldiers sometimes faced agricultural challenges when they landed in foreign landscapes. After I got off on the beach and I was looking for my sea company guys, I come up into the hedgerows. When off of the Normandy beaches after D-Day, Soldiers like Bud and Army Private John Bastricka then had to navigate hedgerows. I had never heard of them, but veterans remember them clearly. Built as early as the Roman era, picture these man-made hedgerows as tall earth fences topped with dense shrubbery, trees, and brambles. They closed in acres of pasture around the size of a football field, and as they had spread over time to create meandering lanes with deep curves, they made prime hiding spots. This meant soldiers had to learn new maneuvering strategies to stay ahead of their foe. Here's Bud Long, who landed in Normandy with the Air Corps on D-Day. It was tough to get through them because they were thick. Farmers in there had teams of horses, and they'd farm like five acres of land, just a small plot. And the hedgerows, and they always had a lane that went into them. And I said, don't go through that lane, because the machine gun is set up on the other side just waiting for you to get through. So I said, pick the thickest part of the hedgerow and go through it and you'll catch them up by surprise. We learned that right off the beach. Because tents and barns made easy enemy targets, finding a safe place to rest at night was a treacherous task. And so as much as the hedgerows hindered movement, they also helped create shelter. Here's John explaining the difference between slip trenches and foxholes, and how hedgerows could help. When we stopped before nightfall, we were told, don't dig a slip trench. Dig a foxhole. 
A trench is just dig the hole, the length of your body and the thickness of your body. Dirt on all sides, you'd be level with the ground. If a shell would hit close, the shrapnel would go over your head. But if you dug a foxhole, you dug down maybe three feet in the ground and you made a seat in there and your head had to be below ground. In case you had a tank attack, the tank would go over it and wouldn't hurt you. The biggest hedgerows, they were at least five foot high, maybe three foot wide, so that you didn't have to dig into the ground so much. This season, you'll hear our veterans refer to hedgerows and various kinds of ships, trucks, and planes. If you find yourself not entirely sure of the what and why, don't worry too hard on it. Soldiers and sailors were once civilians too. Our sons, pride of our nation, this day have set upon a mighty endeavor, a struggle to preserve our republic. You can see photos from this episode at servicepodcast.org, where you can leave comments or messages for our veterans. Connect with our community on social media. We are at Service Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Service is a production from iHeartRadio and me, Jacqueline Raposo. Misty Boetiger is the associate producer on this episode. Jeannie Ramekin engineered the on-site interview with John. Our supervising producer is Gabrielle Collins. Our executive producer is Christopher Hasiotis. Our art is by Girl Friday. Thanks for listening. And thank you, those who are serving and those who have served. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com.